Hello and welcome to the Bite Size Gaming Podcast, the podcast that's serving up a buffet of RPG topics to get you through your week. My name is Zach and the host joining me this evening are John Christian and Troy Sandler. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, 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 hello. We can do this all night long. We can, I could do this all day. <laughs> uh, this is a bonus episode for all of you out there. You know what? Uh, it's the holiday season. We're in a giving spirit. That's right. Um, and and Troy volunteered. I guess we volunteered. I don't know. Like, the idea was that this episode was going to be part of the crowdfunder. And I think Troy was maybe. Initially, I thought Troy was signing himself up to do double editing just because he wanted to keep, like, crowdfunding pure from from topics, right? Like, he's like, oh, no, we'll keep these separate and I'll volunteer to, to do it. I think now that Troy was knew that we hadn't seen his like <laughs> his naughty and nice list but like yeah. the the scroll that hits the floor and rolls down the hall uh of of crowdfunders and he's like no that's we're not gonna have enough time no no it's gotta be two like mm-hmm. and this was him trying to set us up for like this is not a possibility um <sighs> Yeah. So well, I, I, yeah, I kind of figured it's like, man, if we just try and tack this on somewhere, either it's going to be a three-hour episode, or whatever this topic is is just not worth anything. We're only going to talk about it for like three minutes. Yeah. Mm. Well, I don't think it's it's going to be either one of those. Um, it's something that tr- John and I were talking about, and we're like, nope, pause. This mm. is an episode, um, and we were itching enough to have the conversation that we're like. Can't wait till Tuesday. It's going to be an episode on Sunday. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so, John, what are we what are we talking about? Wow, let's yeah, talk about talking? let's talk about long form campaigns, uh, and let's talk. Then let's talk a little bit about do we need to have long form campaigns, or do we feel an, an incumbent upon us to run them versus rating uh, running more short form advent, uh, like adventure sets. Right, not necessarily a module of like a one four hour session adventure league style necessarily, but like three to five sessions, a really quick arc, and then you can pick something up later on if you want to, and then it's kind of hop skip and, and around from there. Exactly, and we, you and I started this out of the natural. This wasn't like, well, let's think of a topic to talk about, like whatever. Like this came from like an honest conversation where I think both mm-hmm. of us said, I think. There's an argument to be made that I'm done doing campaigns that are yeah. long. Now, yeah. long could mean different things, right? Like, let's put that pin in that, right? For me, I think it means I don't want to run anything that's a year. Like, a year yeah. is 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 pushing the boundary probably quite a bit at this point. Like, I want to run things that, like, a long campaign is six months. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, a long I, I, uh... campaign. I think when and what when Zach and I had talked about this before, there was like some self analysis that was done about the the whole concept of the long form campaign that has been I for me at least feel like it's been ingrained in myself and maybe in others that that is Dungeons and Dragons that when you do Dungeons and Dragons you start at level one and you run them all the way up to level twenty or whatever until the story is over and the story is always always seems to be this grand epic tale. That and you know what? Told. You know what, Troy? You're not a good DM, and you don't have a good group of players if you can't make it to that epic mm-hmm. level. Mm-hmm. That's 
or like you you aren't you aren't truly committed if you can't and you really should feel like kind of a failure if you don't hit level 20 mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> oh okay why 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 am i i don't know i why am i suddenly I, under the uh <laughs> you you were looking you're sitting over there looking innocent and i'm like no you're a part <laughs> no. of this too gosh dang it like we're gonna pull you in Okay. <sighs> okay. There's something that's satisfying. I get from a from a dungeon master perspective, where you you know, you have this really epic tale that you want to tell, and you got a lot that you a lot you have to say in it. But I think what happens is you gain. There's a, a level of attrition that happens, and mm-hmm. fa- and campaign fatigue that happens over time, where people are like, it's the same theme, it's the same bad guys, or it's the same. MacGuffin or whatever it is, it's just in a different. It's kind of like, like, it's a shell game where things have been moved around a little bit over time. But otherwise, it's still the same thing. We've been playing the same game for a year, two years, three years with the same character, and like this long character arc is still not done yet, or or whatever, right? So to me, that fatigue is one of the things you have to fight against in order to keep your players engaged and entertained at the table. Yep. That's. That's true, but also, like, even if you have a positive two-year experience, do you know what feels better, in my opinion, than finishing out a two-year-long campaign? Which I have done, right? Like, like it's not like I'm mm. not speaking from a point of, like, I've done that. Mm-hmm. You know what's better? Finishing three campaigns in a year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I or, told this, I told this story over here, and then I came over here and told this story, mm-hmm. and then I t- came over here and told this story. They're done. They were interesting. They had all the hallmarks, and I got to play three different things, and so did all my. But mm-hmm. that feels great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what's great is like looking over at your shelf and be like, "I played that. Played that. I played that. I'm gonna mm-hmm. play that next week." Yeah, that would be that would be kind of nice to be able to complete some because I did I did a, a two and a half year campaign, mm-hmm. and by the time we were done, it was like, oh, for sake, let's just finish this okay right right and we even had a special two special sessions where it was like our our normal nights were wednesdays for like maybe three hours i'm like no let's do this on a saturday or a sunday and we'll play for six or seven hours and and get it done because oh my gosh it was just a chore by the time it came to to the end, um, it was fun. It was a, it was great, but it's like, and how many other campaign books have come out and you know, like <laughs> Volo's guides? And my players are all like, "Oh man, my next character, whenever mm. we actually start a new campaign in two years, <laughs> will, will be this or maybe this." And it's like, "You said that three months ago when that other book came out." It's like, "Well, I know I changed my mind," you know. So, yeah, I, I I'm. I will say this: I'm 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 definitely in agreement where I like the idea of smaller arcs that can be completed. You could take those smaller arcs and create a long campaign with them, mm-hmm. if you want to. Which I I am now in, of the mindset that pretty much most of the hardcover adventure books that Wizards has put out should have been that way. There's no reason. And I'll beat it up, beat on it again that Rhyme should have been a one to fifteen campaign. It should have mm-hmm. been a four or five level arc at best. 
Yeah, it, the 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 hardcovers that I ran feel like the Hobbit trilogy. Mm-hmm. Where it's like we had a great right. story, let's make it a great campaign. And it's like I don't know that it really was that, but you, but I understand that you wanted to hit a two hundred fifty page minimum, right? Mm-hmm. And so you found a way, and I commend you for it because there's probably folks out there who want to. Ju- well, obviously there's somebody out there, and I think Andrew is having an aneurysm. And Andrew, yeah. Yeah. Ch- chomping at the bit, fomenting our. If, 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 if we can, yeah. if we can see through his camera right now, he's like kicking, kicking the cat, and just stomping around, <laughs> like oh, my fireman. <laughs> well, the, here's the thing, though. With a long-form campaign, it's like anything. With additional levels of complexity and time that go on, it introduces more points where points of failure. The longer that it goes, like that's essentially where I'm at with my rhyme game right now, is we've been playing it for over a year, and now it's like we're X, X part of the way, like halfway through the whole thing. At this point, are we going to end up is it going to fizzle? Like, when's it going to fizzle, right? When do people either get tired or when does something, when does it go bad, right? When does one combat, like, uh, kind of derail this run that you've had for a year inside of this campaign? And to where now everything hinges on, well, we want to be able to finish the rest of the game. Well, then as the DM, I feel it's more, it, it's it's important for me to make sure that it keeps going because I don't want them to lose that that nugget that's at the end of finishing a long campaign as opposed to something that's more like three to 10 sessions in length. If you, if it, uh, if you go, if it goes to put it at session seven, then it's not going to be, you're not nearly as invested in that, like that epic ending. Maybe the epic ending is the death of the, the player, the characters. Cause you know that there's going to be something else that you'll be able to spin up pretty quickly and you'll mm-hmm. move on to. Yep. Yeah. I, 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 I think so 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 here here's the reason like like I'll just clarify right nothing against the long campaign but after weighing it for this for for quite a while now and trying out both right in the last 2 years the last 3 years certainly I've done several iterations of both of these ideas right mm-hmm. and I'm hardcore short campaigns at this point because I like telling multiple stories I have groups of players who like a lot of different things. And I have a lot of different things on my shelf. Those are the reasons mm-hmm. why, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that those are reasons that can fluctuate from table to table and DM to DM, right? Like, So I'm not saying that this is an end-all, be-all answer. But for me, it's I, I kind of had this awakening of like, what am I, why, I don't want, like... <laughs> Not that I'll never do one again, but like, boy, these are better right now for what I'm for what I want to do and for the people that I have at my table. These are better. Yeah, historically for me, I've I've run a three three year long campaign. That was the Edgar campaign, three years long, and then one like one bad session is what it took to take all of that history, and we were so close to the end, and it just fizzled and it died so hard, and it it was. It hurt that much more because we'd invested so much time and effort and energy into it, and then it was just gone. Uh, but I've also done the same thing with like you, Zach, where I've I've had that two year long campaign with the like, Curse of Strahd with my home group, that was incredibly rewarding. It was the perfect ending. It couldn't have been any better. It had lots of highs and lows and all this good stuff. But at the same time, to Troy's point, I was exhausted at the end of it. 
and I was glad it was over. Not because it was, and it made me kind of, it was bittersweet, you know. I was like, I'm glad that it ended. I'm satisfied with the ending, but boy, I don't want to do that again anytime soon. I just, I don't, I don't want to step back into it. And but and, yet, what did I do? I write, went right back into it with my rhyme game instead of kind of creating an abbreviated, uh, abbreviated, abbreviated path. I decided, well, we're just going to do all the bells and whistles, start to finish. We're going to do like every, essentially everything that's in the book. I instead of saying this could probably be two movies, I'm going to go with Peter, and I'm going to say I'm gonna, we're going to do all the stretch that that third movie that's superfluous, unnecessary, and it just protracts the entire story. For some reason, that's, this is not a surprise at all. <laughs> Thanks, Troy. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Uh, I um, bear my soul to you. I, I I'm I enjoying. I wish, I wish for the podcast. I'm gonna, I'm gonna draw some attention to it. There's a lot of variety and a lot of points being made in chat. A lot of notes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna give some of those voices a moment here and say that there's some, there's some levels of all this that are interesting. Like Joe's talking about, um, he loves the idea of longer campaigns and multiple story arcs, like we've been saying. Um, he also has an itch, and I think it's a fair itch. That idea of like you still kind of want to see that character through to the thing you imagine. He's talking about grow a PC from level one to 10, at least like that. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Like you start out at level one and you're like, this is a paladin, but at level one, they don't really feel much like paladins. And so you kind of imagine some of those higher levels and you're like, mm-hmm. this is where you become that, that Holy Avenger, that Holy warrior, you know? So I can see some of that. Um, uh, and I, I think that's a valid point. Um, uh, obviously, Andrew is is, is talking about uh, singing the praises of the long campaign, but he does bring in the idea of like sometimes it's useful even in those long campaigns to cut out a couple months here and there and play a different adventure or a different campaign or a different thing, and, and see, then for come me, back. That's dangerous. That's it is dangerous. dangerous. Oh, it's yeah. so dangerous because I've done that before. And I've gone like six months in. It's like, you know what? I'm going a little bit burned out. Let's play some board games or whatever for a couple of weekends. Yeah. Never pick it back up. Mm-hmm. Never. Yeah. You lose that momentum. It's really important. The discipline of people coming to the table, showing up for the games, and that, that repetitious, the rhythm that you, you lose. You lose that rhythm whenever you yep. don't continue to play. Bear Droid is saying in 30 years he's yet to make it uh, uh, through full one book without a TPK or losing all desire to advance the story. I think that's a pretty standard pitch. Um, like, like that that's going to be a lot of people. Um, <sighs> Craig is talking about cutting out sections of the hardcovers because it, 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 you know, it's like, this is mm-hmm. superfluous. It doesn't, it doesn't add anything or I'm not going to put words in his mouth, but that would be my statement. Um, well, yeah, so like what uh, what Bear, you know, I'm going to take Bear, a point that Beardroid made and uh, Joe. Um, Joe said that uh, a long campaign with a lot of small arcs for me, and Beardroid mentioned Conan, how uh, it was completely modular. You know, he went. You could say mm-hmm. that you know Conan's time as a pirate was a campaign, but it mm-hmm. didn't last his entire life, and I think that is a big a big thing right now because to me the life of an adventure an adventurer should be a lot of different important things hmm. where they travel along you know and you're you know at, at low level you're you're fighting off the bandit lord 
of the, of the of the location, and then you grow out into you know a, a, a bigger sphere of influence and a bigger sphere of influence, and that creates the campaign, and it also gives you that ability. It's like, yeah, the the Bandit Lord campaign story arc is going to be probably ten. 10 sessions long and it's going to get us from level one to level four or five. All right, cool. Do we want to keep going? Okay, great. Well, we're going to advance the time frame because that only took you a month of actual game time Mm -hmm. to do that. So, uh, you guys have been, you know, uh, spending your, your money, your well-earned loots for the past, you know, several weeks, months, year, or whatever you've you've started businesses you've done this and that and then a new threat arrives and you are called yet again to go and and do something and that takes you out farther and that way the one thing i do not like about the current offerings of especially uh watsi campaign books is you have these these things that are happening and it only takes like a week it would only take a week to do some of these things or or like in uh what was it um horde of the dragon queen you know the longest stretch is those 40 days you're on the road mm-hmm. and then after that you know it's okay yeah. so so two three months and the whole campaign is technically done of game time mm-hmm. yeah. and 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 i know like the there's an argument of like and and, and andrew's voicing it in chat of like well, but like a lot of hardcover books are a lot of, or just campaigns in general are a lot of arcs packed into one. But I think there's a difference between those arcs mm-hmm. and things like, let me give you, this is a bet. I'm going to give, I'm going to give a nod to uh, our friend Thomas's uh, favorite creature to ever exist. Um, there's 37 Dritz novels. Like in mm. all of each one of those is a D and D campaign, <laughs> right? Right. Mm. Like, um, it's just it's it's odd. Now that well, being said, books... that's not a perfect example because because like, Dritz has half of a book that's level one to eight, another half mm. of a book that's level eight to fifteen, and then the rest of his books are fifteen to twenty. Right. Like if you're going to talk yeah. about, it. um. He just lives at level twenty for most of those books. Um, That's fair. But, but you're right, Troy, in that like you play through a hardcover and it's like three months of play, three months of in-game content, and you're level twenty. I like, like I like. I don't know. I don't know. Well, Not- there are a couple of different things, right? So, like to that end, right? There's no real. It's really hard to plug in something that's actually a part of the base mechanic of fifth edition, at least, which is downtime. Mm-hmm. Right? You can't you can't do downtime. You can't have a life outside of adventuring at all. Whenever you're running, when you because the stories are just it's one thing after another. Bing, bing, yeah. bing, bing. You bing. have there's, to run There's and no gun. rest in between. Running gun, exactly. And um, the the other thing about like hard covers in particular. Like and to Andrew's point about that, there are smaller goals with an overarching background. The smaller goals are really just filler in a lot of yeah, these. So, don't, like, so it doesn't really it doesn't drive the plot or the narrative forward, 
really all it really does is like here's something for you to do in these levels to ju to justify playing at this tier and here's something else to justify playing at this tier as well as opposed to something like driving the narrative towards the climactic conclusion yeah yeah like and to your point and to to Andrew's point yes there's a lot of seri uh, series of smaller goals in these hardcovers why especially mm. in something like Rime of the Frost Maiden where you have so many of these smaller goals that have nothing to do with the everlasting mm. rhyme. Yeah. That book, it, 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 give give me a focused thing. If I want to add, you know, chasing down a, a serial killer as a side quest, that's that's my job as a DM to do that. Give me give me a book the size of Rhyme of the Frost Maiden that is focused directly on all of the crap that's dealing with the actual rhyme with with Oriel and and all that stuff. If mm. if I want to throw in uh, a forgotten uh, Netherese city, I can do that if I want to. What does that have to do with fixing the rhyme? Well, so but let me. There's I think there's an argument that can be made. Not that necessarily that I'm making it, but I'll play devil's advocate. There's an argument to be made over are are they writing it wrong? by putting all of that in or are we reading it wrong by we have to do everything right do we feel is there something in us me myself i'll say, say myself specifically to where i can't just look at the book and kind of sift through it and say i like these beats from in this book this is really the all the, the story that i feel like telling or i'm willing to tell or i'm going to take rhyme of the frost maiden and i'm going to i'm going to make it five episodes or 10 episodes and we're not going to worry about leveling from this to this to this what we're going to say is from we're gonna start at level one and then we'll get to level three in this this episode and the first two or three or whatever and then we're gonna just skip levels four five and six and we're gonna be level seven at some point and we're gonna explain away everything that happened between those like here's the things that you did in your downtime it's been years that the, the rhyme has continued or whatever so is it is it on us or is it on they've, they're giving us a lot of content to work with and we don't have to use all of it right you know it's like I'm, not, I'm wondering if that's the argument, right? It's okay, like, are so, we looking at it the wrong way? So I think that that's a really awesome question. And I think there's, here's, here's how I see it. I feel like Watsi is, is presenting these things is here. Here is the content. Run it. And then as soon as you start complaining, well, why does it, why is this in here? This doesn't make any sense. Why is this in here? And then their fallback is like, Oh, well, it's your adventure. Now you can run it however you want. But I think at this point, people are kind of, we're given this huge book of content. We're spending $50 on this book of content. We want to get our money's worth. And we're going, so we feel like we need to use the whole thing. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a lot of mindset at this point that it's okay to go, you know what? I don't like this. Gut it. Toss it out. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's so many different ways that you could, you could do rhyme and and to andrew's point yeah the serial killer can become an ally so what i don't care i i still think that if if i decided you know <laughs> don't put harsh well it is it, is it doesn't matter if it's put in that book or if i come up with it myself or i steal it from a different adventure if i want something from a previous little side quest to to become a, an ally cool there's no difference in that just because it's in this book so, but give me more stuff about the actual thing that you're talking about. 
I don't mm. care about all of this other junk that it does not have anything to do with the Rime of the Frost Maiden. Make the book smaller, make it a paper paperback like they used to be, and let me connect other things to it and make it my own campaign if that's the case. Well, let me ask you this. I wonder from a d- design strategy, do you feel like another method, not necessarily a better, but another method maybe is uh, in a 250-page book, 150 pages are devoted to the main storyline, and that's what you present. In this 150 pages, in these four or five chapters, or how long that is, it's like, here's the main storyline. And then the remaining 100 pages of the book is appendices that say, and here are a bunch of side quests. If you want to fill out the adventure, here are some things that you can do, but they're not, they're tangential. They're not, they're not, it's not an imperative that you run those. Uh, and here are some ways that you can kind of pit, like dovetail those into the adventure to make them more meaningful. And here are some of the ramifications that could happen and things like that, right? So it's like the first half of the book ish is like what you're asking for. It's like mm-hmm. this very focused fire. I can get this done in like 10 to 15 sessions, maybe. Right, and then there's like, but if I want the long form campaign, here's how I can make that happen. Or, or, or give it to me. It's like because a lot of these books are adventure slash setting books. Mm. So yeah, give me that focused. Here's the Rhyme of the Frostmaiden campaign, and it deals with Ariel, and it deals with her her curse and and that stuff. And it's only going to take you four or five levels to do mm. that, not one to fifteen. Mm. You you can pick where you put those four to five levels in in that arc and then the the rest of the book is hey and if you like adventuring in this area whether or not it's during the rhyme or not here's some other things that can be happening and here's ways that you can tie them into the campaign if you wish or if not the sun is shining or real the real thing is fixed and now there's a strange Mm-hmm. serial killer running around from place to place doing stuff. Okay, it almost well. feels like you could make, by using that kind of a design strategy, you could almost make it, maybe I'm West Marches style, you know, where when your people, when your all your players are at the table and you've gotten to a point where you can kind of like chapter one is done, then, you know, somebody has a kid, somebody you know, has school gets really important and they've got to do something else. So then that's whenever you dig into the, that auxiliary stash of goodies of quests and MacGuffins and things like that. Then you plug those in to satisfy the players that are able to stick around and then you come back together and you, you propel the story forward. Once you got all your people back at the, ta- at the table again, maybe I, hmm. to me, I would maybe rather, a stretch though. I would rather go back to the way, you know, things kind of used to be back in the day with like the different lettered, module series and that would be you know okay so from levels one to four we're going to do uh horde of the dragon queen and 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 the rise of tiamat because you can mm-hmm. you can stop tiamat from coming out you can retool that whole adventure and you don't have to be tier two or tier three to stop tiamat from from popping out Mm-hmm. So you could say, you know, yeah, this could be a one to four adventure. All right, cool. And now you have that downtime where you travel around and you do things. Oh, now you've you've heard of of strange goings on and people that have been raised from from the dead or whatever brought back are now dying off and things are leading you to the island of Chol. Okay, so now that adventure picks up at level five, and I go through. You know, you, you don't deal with 
there, there's so much in in Tomb of Annihilation that you know it's a race against time. You have to hurry up and find what's going on and stop it, or 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 people are going to die off. Mm-hmm. So why are we dealing with uh, dinosaur love, races? Why are I we love doing that all we're such uh, stuff? <laughs> that we uh, we uh, <laughs> we it doesn't matter what our topic is. Sometimes it's like. Let's dive deep into a frustration with a hardcover. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but it, it goes back to you know those. You, you take these campaigns that were level one to whatever, mm-hmm. and now you've you've done what you guys have said. They're shorter campaigns. They're they're more focused. They're actually focused on what the title of the adventure is about. You could use filler and do whatever you want to if you want a longer campaign. If you want to do okay, here's the campaign for this, and I want it to be a little bit. I want it to be ten sessions, for and I want you to go from levels one to ten for Tomb of Annihilation. Okay, I can do that. I can add extra stuff to the front end and to the middle and do the thing. And okay, cool. And then we're done with those characters. Now I can do something else. And now I can go do rhyme and blah, you know, or you can. I can make a long campaign out of a bunch of mini campaigns, which I think to me is the best way to go about doing it because mm-hmm. now you have that, like, 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 like the Conan stories, he travels all over the place and mm-hmm. does all kinds of cool stuff with the campaign books written the way they are now. Okay. Well, I'm topping out of this campaign book at level 15. I've only got five levels to go. How much travel and how much of the world am I going to see in published content in those last five levels? We, uh, I, I love that. Okay, what? Yeah, what? What are the purpose of purposes of the dinosaur races? It, it's something that's that's unnecessary. Is there a purpose for them? Yeah, but you don't need them. You can you can you can gut almost everything in that. In, in I don't even remember the name of the city. <laughs> I just love that uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Andrew is sitting here like going to bat, like yeah, it's it's beautiful. Um, well, let me let me say this: Port Dinosaur. So, yes. for, so I'm, I'm gonna something that Zach and I talked about. Not Zach, I'll let you. Maybe this will springboard into something you might want to say about it too. I think that I've what I've grown away from a long form outside of what we've already talked about. One of the other main reasons is I want to play other stuff. I want to try other things out. I want to pl- try other systems out. I want to try other settings out, different genres. And as much as my heart will always belong to Dungeons and Dragons, and I'll always be a fantasy, like Western fantasy role play kind of guy, because that's where I came out of. Man, I, I mean, I want to play sci-fi, and I want to play, like, what do we play weird stuff, like Mork yeah. Borg, and I want to play Mothership and <clears throat> Tiny Dungeon or, you know, whatever, Tiny Cthulhu or whatever. I want to play other stuff, and it's really hard to do that whenever I've got to wait a year before I can do that. Unless I'm, unless I'm running games in parallel, which not all of us have the luxury or the time mm-hmm. to run four or five different um, groups at the same time, or even two at the same time. For me, it's I have one steady group that I run with, <clears throat> and um, I've been like been playing D anD D 
four years with them. And I'd, I'd like to introduce them to other things outside of Dungeons and Dragons, that all of these other really cool settings and engines and games that I'd like to get good at, because I feel like I'm really good at D and D, but that doesn't mean that I'm, I don't think that there's a trans, a, a one-to-one translation with being a dungeon master versus being a game master in another setting or like another genre or anything like that too. And I'd like to get good at those things too. And I'd like to introduce them to it, but it's really hard when you feel, I hate, I hate to say it, but like uh, you're tied, you're tied to a campaign, a long form campaign like that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, and that's, and that's why I, again, you know, yeah, there's the dinosaur races are fun. They're, they're cool. They're weird. Are they necessary? No. They are not necessary to tell that story. And that's what I'm saying. Break it out for me or, or for everybody. Here's the, here is the nugget of that campaign. If you want to add the extra stuff to make it a long six, seven month, year long, two year long campaign, it's there. Do that. But then you've got people, you know, like, like, like John said, he wants to play other stuff. Okay, give me the crux of the idea and a way to get from whatever level to the end of the campaign. Boom, I can knock that sucker out in 10 sessions. And then it's like, exactly. if we want to keep going with those characters, we can. Or I've got a, a campaign thing for uh, 10 sessions of Tales of the Loop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, How about but, we do that? But to that end, right? Absolutely. And But if even if we were to play Tales from the Loop now... If I were to run that or Mouse Guard or some of like my top three like wish list uh, games that I'd like to run or play in, even if I did now, I would I would strategize a way of making it only five to ten sessions, yeah. tops. And then at the end of the five to ten sessions, if they say, "Oh my God, Tales from the Loop is the greatest thing ever," I want to play that. Cool. When we but when we uh, let's we keep going. But if we do Tales from the Loop again, it's still only going to be five to ten sessions long, and that's just the way that mm-hmm. I do it, so that we don't feel anchored to one setting one game one engine for 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 a year instead i can do five uh five and a we can get through an entire uh like that arc of the story in two months instead of two years and then move on to something else and i can get in you know quadruple or quintuple the number of games and kind of genres and vibes and themes and stuff like that and just kind of really explore the uh the community in the game space. Yeah. Andrew, Andrew brings up uh, an interesting point that the 10 sessions he feels barely gives you enough time to get comfortable with your character, which in a long form campaign, I completely agree with. And that's why I'm saying if you've done tomb of annihilation, but you've done a truncated version than was in the book, you can then say, okay guys, do we want to continue with these characters or do we want to transition into a different game? Or do we want to start new characters? What do we want to do? Because, you know, when when you take out all that extraneous stuff out of those adventures, and you can put, you know, different things in, on DM's Guild or have a book of just random encounters for, for campaign fillers or whatever you want to do, it gives you that ability to explore more of the world than just Port Nainzaru or hmm. the, the area of Ten Towns or the Sword Coast or the sword coast or the sword coast right? <laughs> and not, and not just to continue to, to contradict poor Andrew. Cause he's doing his best ladies and gentlemen, he's doing mm-hmm. his best out there. I will say that the counterpoint that I've got to feeling like you're to really 
inhabit that character and really understand that character and, and the decision making that goes on with it. That's a character that you like. Mm-hmm. What about the players that have a character and they're like, Ugh, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. I don't think I like this character because on paper and in their head, it may, like I, this is going to be great. My son's character is a perfect example in the rhyme game that we're running. He thought a lawful neutral wizard would be really interesting and really fun. And he's like, I don't like it. I just like, I want, I, I don't want this, like this weird gray area that I have to sit in. I'd rather either be like a butthead or be a super nice, good guy or like a task kind of like a misunderstood rap scallion of a good guy or whatever. But like for whatever, he doesn't like that, that character. So I can kill the character off. Or we can have kind of like, we're just going to, you've had that experience and we're going to get to that the end of that experience and we're going to move on to something else and then we're just going to inc- roll another character in. We'll fold it in like uh, folding it into dough. Mm. I mean, that, that to me that depends on how, how st- you, you say strict or, or serving to the story or a slave to the story that you want to be. I kind of, you know, if, if someone like, man, I really don't like my character. It's like, okay, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. well, I want to do this, like, you know, kind of do what, like, the old rule for Adventures League. Okay, you know what? Just to make it easier for everybody, change your character, keep the name. Mm-hmm. And then my ga- my players mm-hmm. are, they're really, really, not sticklers necessarily, but they really like something that, like, something that makes sense. You know, like, yeah, if somebody's not missing, or if somebody's missing from the table, then the character still needs to be there. They they can't they can't that character can't just vanish for them. That granted, every table's different. My players are different. So for them, if I just say, well, it's a different character, or he behaves differently, well, the the, the established relationships that they have with that character really don't make any sense anymore to them, and so they it start it starts becoming really distracting for them as as the other players. Uh, the way that they interact with that person was really important. Um, but if a player just doesn't get it now, it's. Andrew's, one of the Andrew's answers is kill off the old character in a heroic way, make an RP situation out of it. However, the only problem with that is, like, that is, it seems willy-nilly to just kill a, a character off like that, as opposed to, we're not talking, if, you, if you're working within those five to ten session arcs, you're not going to suffer with that character for very long. Now, granted, I'm not going to make a player, you know, use that character. We'll figure something out. But I think that if you do it in shorter snippets and bits... Like that, it is. It is not something that you're going to see happen as often, because you're mm-hmm. not because the the, the player is going to be like, well, I mean, like it's not my favorite character in the world, but it's like it's probably only got like two or three sessions left, so it's not that big a deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many there's so many different and varied ways of doing that. Um, it's not a problem, whether it's hand waved or whether it's built into the story or you know whatever. You'll you'll figure it out too. To worry about it to me is is the problem. Why are you worried about it? If if hmm. the, if the player doesn't like it, then you between the two of you figure it out. And if the rest of the group is like, oh no no no, we have to have uh, an in story way of doing it. And it's like, well you know what? Let's e- either either if it presents itself and it's easy to do, okay fine. If not, it's like yeah, deal with it. And if you don't like it, that deal with that too. We're trying to play a game. If you're that hung up on it, write a book. <laughs> well, but what I'm getting at, though, at least with my players, is that it's not just half the players that feel that way. It's like all of the players at my table want that. Because, again, it's it, they're all tied together. 
in the in the adventure. It's not just they're not just islands under themselves. They're a, they're a part of a fellowship for them. So anyway, it's like I said, it's different for every table. And yeah, it's it's like a, I've, yeah. I don't like I'm with you. Then I'm not going to make a. I'm not going to make a player yeah. a player play something they don't want to play at all. If they if they want to do something different, then we'll figure something out, and it'll it'll it is what it is. And that's know? why that's why I said you know to me the easiest way to do it is like make a new character keep the same name. That way, at least you know you can kind of hand wave the fact that oh well he was he was a fighter, but now he's a wizard. Mm-hmm. I've got a I've got a character just, right now that our player right now that wants to do that with their character. Yeah. Just, so we're going to do kind of like that. a transfiguration kind of thing. We've already got it plotted out, right? He's like, I don't want to just be this. I want to focus fire on this, and it will re- require me to retool my character. So we've got a point in the story where I'll be able to justify, and it'll make sense in the story, which is that's what they want. That's the that's the kind of game that they want to play it as. But as whereas Adventurers League, it's it comes with a territory that you. You may be playing one character in one session, and you don't like it, so you retool the entire thing. You play something completely different. Mm-hmm. In this end, in this instance, though, with this table, and I think that there are more. I'm, I don't think that I'm isolated in that. That I think there there are a lot of other players and tables that kind of that uh, espouse that that kind of character play. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, like I said, there's just because sometimes it just doesn't. The, the realistic opportunity to, to pull a brand new character into a situation isn't there for for mm-hmm. the like for whatever's going on in, in your campaign. Other times, yeah, it's super easy. He got his mom called him and told him he has to come to dinner and oh this now she shows up and she looks trustworthy, so she's gonna join the, you know, whatever it might be. As long as everybody at the table is like, All right, cool, we're still having fun, let's go go with it. Some people just don't really care one way or the other. It's like bounce in, bounce out, fine. But yeah, I I, I like the idea of a long of a long campaign made up of of the arcs. That that's mm-hmm. kind of my jam. Is is ten sessions too short or too long? I don't know. Depends on the arc. Um, I might play. It might be five sessions. It might be ten sessions. It might be twenty. But I, 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 I do agree with Andrew, though. I like to see the development of the character. I like to mm. see what happens. But I will say that playing you know, that Storm King's Thunder campaign for two and a half years, after a while, it's like, you know what? I no longer care if these giants get their shit together. Mm. And, and, you know, because it was, it was the same... Like you guys were saying earlier, it's the same thing over all this time. It's the same bad guys we're dealing. There's new and varied things throughout the campaign. Yeah, I get it. But it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. It was the same thing when you started, and it's the same thing in 15, 16, 17 levels when you end. So at least with taking those hardcover books and pulling out all the extraneous stuff and focusing on what that actual story nugget is in a smaller arc you get the varied stuff wow we got people wanting us to become famous yeah mom is always always about you know screwing up your plans of becoming uh, really famous adventurers and stuff like that it's annoying mom well uh, I think we've done a pretty good job with this one um 
it's uh it, it just is a conversation that that we were itching to have and it it meandered and and went off in 16 different ways but really it's just this idea of like i think it's it was interesting to us that i think if i would have talked two years ago about what's the goal like if i had a dream about what the ideal scenario was like what is the perfect gaming group do i said oh man if we could get a whole group from one to 20 that would be awesome Mm -hmm. and and that's not in my top five (laughs) coolest things at the moment so all right well i think uh i think with that we can wrap it up um this was your bonus episode for this sunday evening and uh we hope that you uh you enjoyed it. If you have a thought or opinion about this, uh, much like Andrew and Beardroid and Craig and Girk and everybody else in chat, um, you can continue this conversation with us and them and other folks by heading over to our Discord channel. You can also send us a message on Facebook. And if you can't find the links that are typically in the show notes of our podcast, you can also always message us on Facebook and we'll get you a Discord invite there as well. Um, John, Troy, thanks a lot for hanging out again with this other episode. And uh, thanks a lot to chat. Until next week, we'll see you next time. Have a great short campaign, everyone. (laughs) Stay safe in whatever game that you run. Take care, everybody.